Hello, and thank you for listening to episode 204 of Got Creeps, your favorite podcast that always makes sure to give you your weekly dose of the weird, mysterious, and creepy. We are your hosts. I'm John. And I'm Leilani. And today, we are going to be talking about something uh, a little bit new. We've never talked about a, uh, a cult on the channel, but we're talking about a cult today. The Heaven's Gate Cult. Interesting. Let's jump into it. Nestled in the quiet suburbs of San Diego, California, a peculiar group emerged known as Heaven's Gate. Founded in the 1970s by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, this group would later become infamous for its extreme beliefs and tragic end. The origins of Heaven's Gate can be traced back to the chance encounter of Marshall Applewhite, a former music professor, and Bonnie Nettles, a nurse with an interest in the astrology and the occult. Together, they formed a spiritual partnership, claiming to be the two witnesses mentioned in the Book of Revelations. Their teachings blended elements of Christianity, New Age philosophy, and science fiction, revolving around the belief that the Earth was about to be recycled and that a spaceship trailing the Hale-Bopp comet would transport their souls to a higher plane of existence. Applewhite and Nettles, who referred to themselves as Bow and Peep, attracted... Attracted. Attracted. Attraptured. I they kinda attracted. And attraptured. Yeah. <laughs> Applewhite and Nettles, who referred to themselves as Bow and Peep, attracted followers with promises of enlightenment and salvation. Their group established a strict hierarchy with Applewhite as their unquestioned leader, known as Doe, and Nettles as T, though she passed away in nineteen eighty five. Members of Heaven's Gate adhered to a disciplined lifestyle, wearing matching uniforms and adopting a celibate existence. They renounced their earthly ties and possessions, striving for a spiritual purity and detachment from the material world. Notable members included individuals from diverse backgrounds, drawn to the group's promise of transcending human limitations. Among them was Thomas Nichols, a former police officer, and Richard Ford, a successful businessman who both ultimately met their fates with the group. The group experienced several significant events, including periods of public visibility and scrutiny, particularly after the disappearance of members during the Hale-Bopp Comet's appearance in 1997. This event thrust Heaven's Gate into the spotlight, sparking intense media interest and speculation about their beliefs and practices. Tragically, on March 26, 1997, authorities discovered the bodies of 39 members of Heaven's Gate, including Applewhite, inside a mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California. They had willingly participated in a mass suicide, believing it was the only way to shed their earthly vessels and ascend to the spaceship they believed awaited them. In the aftermath, the world grappled with the shocking loss of life and sought to understand the motivations behind Heaven's Gate's ultimate act of devotion. The group's legacy serves as a sobering reminder of the power of belief and the dangers of unlocked extremism unchecked extremism we're leaving unlocked okay you didn't even say containers you said vessels even though i told you to say containers <laughs> i did i did i didn't do that on purpose that was a complete accident <laughs> i fully intended to say containers you but you didn't but you didn't say it yeah intention doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. 
but yeah, this is a very interesting cult. Um, Did you know that they bought matching tracksuits yeah. and Nikes? Yeah. They were all wearing, all 39 of them were wearing it um, in their tragic demise. I believe they would also have like slacks, like khakis. They want to die in khakis. Yeah. But they all had like matching Nikes. Or, or I didn't know they were Nikes specifically. Yeah. I I saw that they were seen, sneakers. Have you not seen like the pictures? The no. Oh my god! I mean, even before I did, I mean, I saw it, like you know them sitting around with with all their haircuts and stuff because I know that they're they all kind of had the same the same cut, the same do. They had the same cut. Did you did you read about what um. What Bo? No, not Bo. T, Doe. What? What? Because he is also Bo, but he's also Doe. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So he is also Bo. He's Bo and Doe. Why is he Bo and Doe? Those are just other names. They had multiple different names. They were they were Bo and Peep. They were Doe and T. They were also just referred to as the two. Mm. So did you know that Doe advocated sexual abstinence with the entire group? Yeah. And he set an example and all of his male followers follow the example of undergoing castration operations right um <clears throat> that wasn't until like after a lot of stuff had happened with the cult it wasn't like the first thing that you had to do when you're signing no. up for this cult right so so i guess we'll just talk about that that and then we'll get into like um kind of the the actual members mm -hmm. after. So the the ideals of it was initially they they thought that there was going to be this this giant comet coming throughout the sky, right? And behind it there was this gigantic spaceship. Mm -hmm. And they were going to be transported up onto this spaceship and the spaceship was going to take them away to heaven. And then um Nettles died. And then that's when Applewhite kind of kind of lost control because the people and the doubters around the cult were saying like, um, they were like, oh, if if she was supposed to be the chosen one, like how come she died? How come she died and didn't get transported up onto mm -hmm. onto the thing? Because they believe that their whole bodies were going to be transferred up, mm -hmm. and then they kind of realized that. Um, or, or Applewhite was like, oh, I don't really know how to explain my way out of this, so let's just make some more shit up. So he was just like, um, no, 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 uh, your physical body stays here, mm -hmm. but your spirit is what travels up. And her physical body was breaking down. So she had to, you know, try to make an emergency, you know, transport up mm. to the ship. But then they, it turns out that there was no ship. They didn't see anything traveling behind. Right. So then it was more like a spiritual ascension than anything else. So that is kind of like the 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 ideals throughout the the history of the group, right? Right. They would they would like consistently like post like things about their cult too, like oh you know, this is why we believe that you know our bodies are just vessels and containers, and you know our spirits are going to be ascended into uh, a heaven which is just uh, a giant spaceship that's behind a comet mm -hmm. or you know later on it was just believed that like they were just supposed to die which we'll get into you know um a little bit later on okay so obviously the uh, um original heaven's gate started in when like 
1970s. 1970s? Okay. And then in the 1990s, because I saw a lot of, obviously, like, it did kind of dissipate, especially after um, Bonnie Nettles' passing in 1985. And then in the 90s, they kind of revamped. They kind of, kind of like, did a relaunch of Heaven's Gate and then started to use, obviously, new technology to share their beliefs. So they were big on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heaven's Gate made like their first distinction of being the first well-known American cult um, because of the internet era. And a lot of their income, like the, the group's income, the cult's income, came from designing web pages. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really weird because like they started to recruit members of their cult through the internet yeah which is obviously like in today's times that's a normal thing Mm -hmm. but like that's a they were they were the first pioneers of that they were the pioneers of of social media ad campaigns social media marketing (laughs) they were the first heaven's gate and and a cult pioneered social media marketing yeah so yeah if anybody were to say that they started it they did not because heaven's gate did (laughs) so um this was this was significantly after the creation of the cult Mm -hmm. um after they went through like a lot of media scrutiny and and all this stuff um, and then a lot of um, Apple White's realizations about himself. Mm-hmm. He s- had this special helper who was kind of like his right hand man, like his go to guy. And he, you know, I guess had developed feelings for him um, and told him that, you know, my vessel, my container is attracted to your container your vessel and i don't think that we can work together anymore so i think you need to leave and basically kicked out this guy from the cult Mm. um but you know that was actually not his first realization right because the reason he was a former music uh, professor from the university of texas is because he was found to be to have like sexual relationships with a male student right so and he was married to another woman at the time yeah um and while he was a professor he was married to this woman and you know he was well liked in in his community and stuff but it turns out that he was just having an affair with a student and that student was a male and at the time they weren't too concerned about the affair with the student. They were more con- concerned about the affair with a student that's a male. Yeah, so then he received, like, a ton of scrutiny from, like, his his peers, right. his his group. And he was a big Understandably part of... Understandably so. He was a big part of the church at the time as mm-hmm. well. Like, the, the I, I believe it was uh, either Christian or Catholic, like a traditional church. Mm-hmm. Um, and his father was a big part of the church as well. And when he kind of came out to his father um, and, and said that he, he was gay, his father was just like, oh, like, I'm, I'm disowning you. Like, what have I done to deserve, like, a, a gay son, basically? Like, mm. he's like, I've been a good person my whole life. What have I done to deserve this? Like, he was like a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, my son's gay. You know, 
what did I do to deserve this? So, you know, this is just, like, things stacking on top of this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Oh, um, I was just... I was gonna say, I don't know what exactly, like, brought him to this, but the way that Marshall and Bonnie met Mm -hmm. was because she was his nurse in a psychiatric facility. Right. Yeah, so, like... continuously basically like one thing after another from him being discovered having an affair with a a student was just nothing but like bad things it was just like a continuous bout of bad luck and after necessarily bad luck bad shit i mean he was the catalyst for all of those things he was the catalyst for having an affair with the student. Right, but I mean, like, it, it was just, like, a series of bad events that just followed. Yeah. Like, th- yeah. there was things that was out of his control that happened to him. Like, mm-hmm. being scrutinized by your peers yeah. in the church, being, like, shunned by your parents, uh, by your I family. Mean, I mean, one, and this is not saying anything about, like, him being gay. It's literally the fact that, one, he is a teacher, a married professor mm-hmm. taking advantage of a student, engaging in sexual relations uh, with a student. I, so I, all of that scrutiny is deserved. I thought it was consensual. I mean, regardless, he, the student is still young enough for them not to have a fully f- developed frontal lobe. Right. So any adult engaging in sexual relations with a child no matter the age there is a huge age difference between whatever his age was as a professor and the person at 18 19 20 years old that's true that's very so yeah no i think it's still taking advantage of okay okay that's fair i mean more so in like those times yeah like, it wasn't talked about back in, like, the early 70s late to late 90s. Not saying that it was okay. It's not okay. But it wasn't, like, that's not the reason why they shunned him. Yeah. And the reason why they shunned him is not cool. Yeah. that Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, the what they were saying down. to him... It was not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, don't fuck students. <laughs> That's not cool. All right. But um. <clears throat> anyways, I don't really. You made me lost, losing my train of thought. I made you lost. Um. So you talked about Richard Ford, right? Um. He. Actually, I don't believe that you had that correct. I don't believe he was, he was, he perished in, um, in the mass suicide. That's right. There was somebody else who, there was somebody who was able to get out. I might have mixed up those people. Yeah. So. Was that the guy who said no to the castration? I don't know. I don't know for sure. I just know that he, so his cult name was Rio D'Angelo, but his real name was Richard Ford. Right. Um, he was part of the SoCal, um, what is the word? Like, 
you know, in, like branches of churches, like like a sect, uh, parish. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. So his real name was Richard Ford, and he was part of the SoCal parish, for lack of a better word. I'm not really sure um, what they use for that, but he came out and then did like interviews with news because obviously that was around the time that they were gaining traction and gaining scrutiny but he was talking about how they were under a lot of um strict dietary measures and obviously trying to rid themselves of any like material ties but for whatever reason, they drank nothing. This is one thing that he like specifically said is they drank nothing but a mix of lemonade, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup for an entirety of three months. That not doesn't really sure. sound too bad. Uh, I guess maybe not for three whole months, and that's the not only like thing that straight, you drink. like like that. And, like, a cocktail doesn't sound too bad. Okay, possibly, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not really sure, and I don't even think he knew, like, why they were drinking it for yeah. three whole months. So, after Bonnie died and... It got weird. It got weird. It got really weird. Because apple um, applesauce was the um, the face of the, the cult, right? It's really funny it because was... they did eat a lot of applesauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's even funnier is he claimed to be jesus so you know they ate applesauce he was applesauce full circle joke that's a thinker i'm a funny guy anyways <laughs> um uh, can we talk can we talk about like eating for a second because what? i found this really really funny um because their their final meal together like the 39 <laughs> yeah their final meal yeah. together you saw this right uh -huh. was um like this really big <laughs> group dinner at a marie calendars <laughs> that was somewhere they frequented like often and it was like right next to their compound in rancho santa fe so um it was on a friday night just before their suicides um they went out for a last supper and um, a waiter, after being interviewed later, recalled that they ordered the exact same thing, and it was all set up before they came in. Um, they had iced teas to drink, dinner salads beforehand with tomato vinegar dressing, turkey pot pie for the entree, cheesecake with blueberries on top for dessert. Um, and the waiter recalled them being very nice, very friendly, very polite, and no one seemed to be depressed at all or anything like that. And that's a direct quote is no one seemed to be depressed at all or anything like that. Right. And that's that's another thing about this cult is because like people wanted to be part of this yeah. cult. And they were allowed to come and go as they please. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they were allowed to leave and come back or there was there was reported times where somebody was like, "Hey, I don't think I want to be part of this anymore." And Applewood would Apple White. Apple 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 Applewood um It's not his would, name. like give them money for a bus ticket and stuff. Oh. And it would just be like, "Okay, have a good one." Yeah. Like, "Thanks for being here." Yeah. And like he was totally cool. Like it was it was a known fact that he was totally cool with people leaving. Like 
and and they w- it was also a known fact that this cult besides the suicide was very like non-violent they they there was no like physical um like bullying i guess there was no nobody was ever physically hurt or like forced to stay or forced to join or yeah. anything like that speaking of that like the happiness and everything um one of the male members it might have been ford that said it but before the castration process of all of the male members or almost all of the male members they were all reported to be like laughing smiling joking about it like they were really excited about it because this was something that was going to um reduce these like impure sexual thoughts this was going to kind of prep their containers for that higher existence when they were going to go into the the alien spaceship right the alien spaceship that was going to yeah because because the alien spaceship was supposed to which was um they all thought that the alien space the alien spaceship was traveling incognito behind the um, Hal Bop comet. I I think the Hal Bop comet passing was during their meeting in Colorado, and all of like those people. There's about like 400 people who were like, "What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Like, aren't we supposed to be up there?" And then I think that's when it transitioned. But I saw. Um, did you did you see? the um did you see that they didn't all die at once they didn't all commit suicide at once it looked like obviously with a coroner report and everything mm-hmm. um they obviously they were found on march 26 1997 but then the reports showed that the suicides were not all at once and it happened over the course of three days so Applewhite was one of the later deaths but he, and he wasn't even the first, which is like he wasn't the first one to go, mm-hmm. which I thought that was weird. Mm. So th- there was a lot of things that that happened to like bring kind of uh, Heaven's Gate to an end, <laughs> and you know eventually they kind of uh, all chose the path to just go and try to ascend. Mm -hmm. Um, up into what they saw as their heaven and um you know eventually they they had a mix of phenobarbital and either applesauce or pudding and eventually just died and um one of the former members received a letter in the mail um saying like hey we're dead and so the former member went with police to the location that he had received, and they found that they were all dead. And that was kind of the conclusion of Heaven's Gate. Um, but yeah, is there anything else? Um, no, I don't. I don't believe so. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it for Heaven's Gate. Uh, they they're a really interesting cult. Like I said, uh, a lot of them. Um, A lot of cults that you think of have a lot of physical um, pressure to stay. 
And Heaven's Gate was kind of an interesting one because they let members come and go as they please, which is kind of why um, we wanted to talk about it because I thought that it was very interesting and not like other cults. But I think I do want to get into like a cult series because um, I think that different kinds of cults are cool. Uh, but yeah, um, that's going to be it for them. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe jump into a next one next time. Another one next time is what I meant to say. <laughs> um, but yeah. What else do we got? Um, well, we are obviously one of my favorite segments of our show is our crate pick because as you probably know, we watch a ton of movies or TV shows and they're all so many different genres, but obviously one of our favorites is horror, um, thrillers, all of all of that. And one that I believe you had just come across on TikTok or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it a few months ago, maybe maybe more than a few. I want to say it was like five months ago. Um, what I want to bring to you guys this week is a movie that'll have you questioning the consequences of dabbling in the occult. Brace yourselves for Talk to Me. A group of friends stumble upon a- an involved... A group of friends stumble upon an embalmed hand that holds the key to summoning spirits. Sounds like the start of a typical horror flick, right? But Talk To Me takes this premise and cranks it up to 11. You'll follow these friends as they unwittingly unlock a realm of supernatural terror. It starts innocently enough with late night seances and adrenaline-fueled party games. But soon they find themselves ensnared in a dark web of forces that they cannot control. As the stakes get higher and the spirits grow more malevolent, tensions among the friends reach a boiling point, and when one of them takes things too far, it sets off a chain reaction of nightmarish events that will leave you on the edge of your seat. So if you're in the mood for a thrill ride that'll leave you checking over your shoulder long after the credits roll, Talk To Me is the movie for you. Just remember, be careful what you summon because you never know who or what might be listening. Um, this was actually one of the creepiest movies that we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And it does a good mix of like, it, it does a good job of mixing like gore into a good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Because like, I'm not a huge fan of gore. Like, I don't mind it. I don't care. Like, I'll watch a Saw movie. But like, I don't think that that's scary. When I want to watch a scary movie, I want to watch something that's going to scare me. I'm not, like, afraid of gore. But, like, I don't mind if it's part of the movie. I just don't really care if it's the whole movie. But, you know, there was a lot of gore in this movie. There there was. There's one scene that's particularly hard to watch because of that gore factor. And um, he's not, like, a huge fan of it in the, like, artistic sense. Like, it just doesn't doesn't do it for him in that way like me i just don't like it because i don't like to watch it mm-hmm. and that was really hard to watch but it was done very well it was yeah. done very very well yeah um it, it it and the whole movie from like start to finish just feels uneasy yeah um it is a real creepy pick so If you guys um, have any suggestions for movies or TV shows that you want us to watch, 
I think that would be that'd be fun to have have them start recommending some movies for us. Yeah. But yeah. Um I think that uh there should be a lot more movies about different kinds of cryptids, you know? Yeah. I, because I think that we get a lot of like traditional like werewolf movies we get a lot of vampires like, vampires we get we, we've gotten la llorona we've gotten uh you know a whole bunch of different things but like we've never gotten a snally aster movie Mm-mm. we've never got a uh the wyo movie we've, we've never, never got, a... got a flatwoods monster movie what's that oh well thank you for asking so <laughs> We're we're gonna work on the segues, guys. We we're not the best at that, but what we're really good at is giving you some okay information. So picture this: it is September of 1952 in the sleepy town of Flatwoods, West Virginia. A group of boys playing outside suddenly witness a bizarre object streaking across the sky, crash landing in a nearby field. But this is not your typical UFO sighting. What these boys claim to encounter next is straight out of a nightmare. Instead of little green men, they come face to face with a towering 10-foot tall monstrosity, which they would later dub the Flatwoods Monster. Descriptions of this creature vary, but they all share one common thread. Sheer terror. Kathleen May, the mother of two boys and even a National Guardsman named Jean Lemon, reported seeing this Frankenstein-like figure with a blood-red body and a glowing green face. Other residents in Braxton County claimed to witness strange phenomena around the same time, from fiery balls on hillsides to encounters with towering humanoid figures. The Flatwoods monster left a lasting impression on the community. Yet when the frightened witnesses turned to authorities for answers, they were met with skepticism, skepticism and dismissal, obviously. The police brushed off their accounts as mere hysteria, attributing the sightings to an overactive imagination. But the persistence of these eyewitnesses caught the attention of local news outlets, and soon the story gained national traction. Even the U.S. Air Force couldn't ignore the growing buzz. Launching an official investigation, they concluded that the streak in the sky was a meteor and the, monstru- and the monstrous entity just an owl. But not everyone bought into the Air Force's tidy explanations. The Flatwoods monster remains a subject of fascination and a debate to this day. (laughs) We're trying to make a show. You're interrupting. Quiet on set, please. He stopped. Shh. But not everyone bought into the Air Force's tidy explanation. The Flatwoods monster remains a subject of fascination and debate to this day with believers adamant that something otherworldly visited the small town that fateful September night. 
So next time you find yourself wandering through the dark woods of West Virginia, keep an eye out for any signs of the Flatwood Monster. You never know what might be lurking in the shadows. So, um, I mean, it still could have been an alien. Yeah, just a big alien. Just a really, really big alien. Because, I mean, there's a lot of... Aliens could be tall. There's aliens a lot of big. people that say aliens are, like, these towering figures. And it said it had a green green um, face, a gr- glowing green face. Also, but who says aliens have to be green? I don't know. Nobody here is green. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't come up with that idea. I don't know where people are getting this idea that like aliens have to be little green men. Aliens could look like us. Aliens most likely look like us. Aliens could just look like owls. Have you ever seen an owl without its feathers? Stop, because you're buying into the U.S. Air Force's explanation they're just saying it's an owl right but have you seen an owl without its feathers owls are really scary birds are really scary i no, do not like birds no but owls in general are terrifying birds the way that their feathers are 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 shaped and because they have like grooves on the on the tips of their feathers uh-huh. they fly silently why do they they fly silently they fly silently which means you can't hear this fucking thing this thing is and then it just goes, and you're gone. Owls are huge too, and they're jabungus. Owls are so big. He wants to get a pet owl. I want owl. an owl so bad. They're and so cool. I am l- never. You ever seen a wet owl? What? You ever seen a wet owl? No. Look at the socials if you want to see a wet owl. <laughs> that. Well, owls are creepy. I guess that does tie, but. Maybe maybe it's the the Fleetwood Mac. Flatwoods monster. That. Yeah. Um it's actually so I didn't even plan this, guys. I did not plan this at all. But our current event and we do want to we do want to maybe change things up um somewhat in a few current episodes. events are hard. Current events are hard. I don't I got really lucky. Not really lucky. That was a really poor choice of words. That was a and really, they just happened. It just happened. That was a really poor choice of words. I didn't get lucky. Um, current events are really difficult because, yeah, things happen all the time, but, like, do they? <laughs> Sometimes it's the same thing. But things don't break news all the time. Sometimes it's the same thing all the time, and you're just like, oh, okay, it's the same same story, just different font. Um, but... I also brought to his attention that maybe we do a This Day in History segment because hopefully something crazy happened. So it might just be either or. Yeah. So I did end up finding a current event this morning, actually, when we woke up. Um, I was scrolling through the socials and came across this story. It just so happens to also take place in Virginia. And no, it is not about the Flatwoods monster. Or maybe. So, today's current event, we dive into the latest on a tragic incident that took the com- that shook the community of Sterling, Virginia. On February 16th, 2024, 
which was yesterday, a house explosion left one firefighter dead and at least 13 others injured, including 11 first responders. The deceased firefighter, 45-year-old Trevor Brown, was a dedicated member of the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company and had been with Loden County Fire and Rescue since 2016. The explosion occurred as fire crews were inside the home checking a gas leak, which officials suspect was a pro- was propane-related. Authorities had responded to a 911 call reporting a gas odor coming from the residence. Firefighters entered the house. Firefighters enter the home to assess the leak from a 500-gallon underground propane tank, evacuating the occupants and their pets. However, shortly before 8.30 p.m., a catastrophic explosion occurred, trapping firefighters inside and injuring others outside. This scene was described as a total devastation, with photos and videos showing a huge plume of smoke and debris scattered into the street. Multiple maydays and calls for help ensued as crews rush as crews rushed to rescue their colleagues amidst the re- amidst the wreckage despite the severity of the situation assistant chief of operations james williams emphasized the importance of supporting each other in times of crisis the two civilians in the home at the time sustained minor injuries and were transported for treatment while the cause of the explosion is still under investigation like i said this happened literally yesterday Officials believe it to be an isolated incident with no ongoing threat to the community. Sterling, located northwest of Arlington, is a quiet suburban area, making this tragedy all the more shocking to residents. Boom. I don't think that was good. I don't think that was okay to say. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. Do you have a question? Do you have a question of the week? And the comment question of the day. If animals could talk, what do you think is going to be the most rude animal? Which animal do you think is going to be the biggest asshole? Like animals Besides like... cats. Okay. Household animals or just any animals in general? Animals in general. Pigeons. Pigeons. No, I don't think pigeons are assholes. Pigeons I think are they're just assholes. stupid. Pigeons are assholes. I stand by that. No, I don't think pigeons are assholes. Okay, then what do you think? Cats. Well, you said besides cats. Oh, yeah, I did say besides cats. You can do cats, but, you know, just for the sake of us besides cats. Um, um, I'm going to say deer. Deer? I think deer are assholes. Why do you think deer? Because, like, they're so, like, hmm. Hmm. Those are elk. Hmm. You know? That's what they remind me of. They remind me of like, hmm. Raccoons. I think raccoons would be would be dicks. Really? Yeah. No, I think raccoons would be sick as shit. I think raccoons would be sick. All they do is eat trash and vibe all day. Well, maybe they maybe they'd be fucking pissed about your trash. 
owls. <laughs> owls. Owls don't be really. They don't. They don't be like with the people. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. They could still be assholes. You could be an asshole and not around people. But if anybody knows anybody with an owl, um, hit me up. I want to see this owl. I want to see an owl in person. I want to touch an owl. I've seen an owl in person. I've never seen an owl. I don't think I've seen an owl in person. I can't remember seeing an owl. I want to see an owl. Don't they have them in like zoos or something? Probably, but like I want to, I want to touch it. I wanted to, I wanted to sit right here. Perch. Yeah, I wanted to just, I wanted, or like right here, like a pirate. I want to be like a pirate, but instead of like uh, a, a a parakeet, a uh, pigeon, a uh, I think cockatoo. It's not, it's, I don't think it's a pigeon. I think it's a <laughs> toucan. A toucan, Sam. Yeah. Instead of one of those, uh, an or a owl. Parakeet. That would be so cool. I wanted an owl so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna be it for um this week's. Oh, did you have something? To add? Mm. No. Uh, I think that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for learning about the uh, Heaven's Gate cult. As you can see, we're not like a hundred percent experts. We're not claiming to be a hundred percent experts. We do basic knowledge. This is a conversation. This is not us teaching you anything. This is this is us talking. Like okay. I said, we give you okay information. We give you okay information. This is a conversation. Like I said, you talk to us. We talk to you. We talk back and forth. Let us know what you want to see, what you want more of. Um, we appreciate you being here. Um, you can find me over at John underscore Raimundo over on um, Instagram, X, TikTok. Um, you can find me on Facebook. It's just my name, Jonathan Raimundo. Um, if you have stories that you want to hear on the show, send it over to yougotcreeps at gmail.com. Or any of my socials, just shoot me a DM. Um, where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me on your screen right now. And that's it. And that's it. That's She's it. nowhere else. I, she doesn't exist. I don't exist. She's CGI. Mm -hmm. It's a green screen. I'm not here. You guys can find me on Instagram at... My full name, Leilani Mae Raimundo, and my Facebook is just Leilani Gilberte. If you guys have any questions for us, you want to be featured on the show, you have inf interesting information that you want to share with people, go ahead. We may, we may do that because sometimes just talking to each other in front of a camera gets a little boring. <laughs> Side note, real quick. Um... You guys answered a Instagram poll that I had done. Um, I think I'm going to do that a little bit more often to try to see what kind of episodes you guys want. Um, because we got a lot of good responses on the, uh, on, the, on the poll on the Instagram. So if you want to vote on what you want to hear next, mm -hmm. follow over at John underscore Mendo on Instagram and then vote and let me know what you guys want to see. Yeah. Thank you again for listening to the fourth episode of Got Creeps. Don't forget to like the video, like the podcast, and give us a five-star rating and share with your friends so that we can reach more people who love the weird, mysterious, and creepy. We will be back next week with your weekly dose of the creeps. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.